What is going on, everybody? You know the voice. It's the friendly one of Stone Lebanowitz. You hear me weekdays from 12 to 2 on ESPN West Palm's Ken Levicka Live. Also, the voice you're about to hear is another friendly voice. That's JR from wagerpro.com. He is one of the best in the business when it comes to sports gambling. He's the master of multiplying bankroll historically, has hit everything in sight, and especially in this playoff run right here. For this week's episode of Early Action, I want to hit on things you don't know that JR does. Smart people don't have the information, but they know where to find it. And that's where I bring in Jared from wagerpro.com. Jared, how have the NFL playoffs been going for you and how excited are you for the NFL divisional round? Well, first off, thanks for having me as always. And I couldn't be more excited. I'm going to make one argument with your introduction. And that's when you said I'm one of the best in this business. And I say this with every fiber of my being. I have not met anybody, and I mean no one, that can hit the percentage that I have regularly, Ooh. historically hit. Not only in the NFL, but college basketball, NBA, just about every sport. The only one that I personally don't have uh, an expertise in, but I have somebody here that does, and that is going to be in Major League Baseball. So I'm going to tell you guys right now, when it comes down to it, the, it's not just an opinion. It's the best information that money can get their hands on. Okay, period, end of discussion between the intel, the analytics, the algorithms, all of it. We've got this thing down to an absolute science. And I look at every angle. There's nothing I don't think that is out there. When we go and we decide to check the box and we're going to use a particular game, uh, it's not every day that I'm making every move. My clients, my inner circle guys are only betting the best information on the board, and we're doing it for very big money. That doesn't mean that the little guy isn't getting great information, too. They're just doing it on a smaller scale. And that's the name of the game is understanding the opportunity when to pull the trigger, the amount of exposure to your bankroll, and when the value is off the board. And I know we're going to talk about that in a little bit, too. Yeah, very excited to do so. So first thing that stands out to me, JR, is every game on the slate, and yes, we will go through them chronologically, but three of the four games have a hook attached to the point spread. So Jaguars and Chiefs, that's kicking off Saturday at 4.30 on NBC. That spread is Chiefs minus eight and a half. Then go down to the Giants going to Lincoln Financial to take on the Eagles. That's Saturday at 8.15 p.m. on Fox. That spread is Eagles minus seven and a half. And then you've got the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Highmark to take on Josh Allen and the Bills. That spread minus five and a half. So I wanted to hit on this because typically in the playoffs, amateur bettors think they can pull a fast one over Vegas, right? They think that this hook is going to get them. But what they fall into a trap in doing is buying points back thinking that, hey, they're giving me minus eight and a half for the Chiefs. Well, I'm going to buy it down to seven, and Vegas is not going to get me here. Jared, my question to you is, are there consequences in buying points in dealing with hooks? And that's all part of money management. You and I actually spoke before we did this podcast about this, and this is just such a huge point that no one thinks about. Look, when you're betting games and you're laying minus 110 on every game that you bet, well, that's why you got to hit about 54% just to break even. Just to break even. Now, you start throwing in there buying half points, buying whole points, using alternate spreads, betting in-game. All of this costs more than minus 110. You may lay 120, 125, 150. 30. You start putting these lines inside of the games that you're also betting at minus 110. Now, instead of having to hit 54%, you start betting minus 120s, minus 130s. You got to start hitting 60, 62% in some cases. And that's just to break 
even. That's not even to make money. So not only do you have to find the winner and break down all of the games and get that clear-cut win, but you also got to figure out what's the point spread that we're willing to take it to without having to buy any half or whole points. And once you reach that limit, don't start buying them. Stop betting the game. So if you have a game that you love, like I'm going to give you a free pick here on the podcast, and that's going to be in the Bengals-Bills game, but I'm going to give it to you at the spread that it's at right now, and I'm going to give you the spread you could take it to before I'm going to tell you don't bet the game. That is interesting stuff there. Excited to see where you go with the Bengals and Bills. That, of course, we will get to. Another thing, JR, staying with the theme of things that the amateur doesn't know that JR, of course, does. Again, sitting here speaking with JR from WagerPro.com on this week's episode of Early Action. JR, there's one thing that I don't think people really understand is even out there, and that's the numbers that Vegas puts out of money placed on a game, the amount of tickets placed on a game, the percentage of tickets placed on a game. Novice bettors don't even know that exists, right? We call them Joes a lot of the time when you're just riding on a team that you think is going into the playoffs with a lot of momentum, and you don't want to fall on the side of the public, right? The house always wins. It's an age-old phrase that you know, we throw around willy-nilly, but it's true, right? The house always wins, so there's ways to beat them. Here, I want to go through some of the big money, we call it, in the industry of, you know, money placed on a game. And like I mentioned, bets placed on a game. I want to start with the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. This one stands out to me. I'm looking at the percentage of bets placed on this Bills and Bengals game. 67% of the bets placed are on the Bengals here and 62% of the money placed is on the Buffalo Bills. If you didn't get all that, hit the 15-second rewind button and listen to that again. JR, when you're looking at this big money displaced on both sides, what does it tell you? Well, it's got to also, you got to look at what was the reaction of the odds maker as the money was coming in on the game or as the bets were coming in on the game. Yes, you see 67% of the public betting on the Bengals, but really at the end of the day, that doesn't matter to the book. It's about the amount of money money that has come in on a particular side. They're looking to have the same amount of money on both sides so that they can just go ahead and collect their VIG. Unlike last week where they had 80-20 come in on the Bills against the Dolphins, where I know that there was one book that had over 2 million bets on the Bills and only 182,000 on the Dolphins and were exposed for about $1.8 million. And they didn't call it off. They kept it out there telling me that they felt strongly the Dolphins had a good chance of covering that 13.5 points and I think everyone was surprised that they actually did, almost won the game. You look at this game, the Bengals having 67% of the bets tells me that the public obviously are very big on the Bengals' side, but the, the sharpest money, the biggest bets, all came in early in the week, not even later in the week, early in the week, on the Buffalo Bills. And the odds makers. They went ahead and they changed that spread, opened it at three and a half. They went to four. They went to four and a half. They're now all the way up to five and a half points. That's four full moves in that point spread. That's part of the reason why my free pick here on your podcast, guys, get all over the bills. Don't go beyond six and a half. I don't think it'll get there, but... I'm going to tell you now, once it hits a touchdown and it's at minus seven, you don't want to bet it and you don't want to buy it down to six and a half either. But I would take the bills at minus five and a half all day, and I'd take that all the way up to six and a half as long as you can get them at minus 110. Ooh, and there it is. Hey, I am rocking out with Josh Allen as well. I love the free pick. You heard JR there. We're rocking with the bills, folks. If you're listening to early action right now, go ahead and place a bills ticket. Five and a half is where it's sitting. JR says, take it all the way up to six and a half if you have to, or throw them in whatever lay you want if you want to get risk. 
risky, of course, at your own risk. JR, next game. This one kicks off first out of the four divisional round games, and this is Jacksonville heading to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. Now, pay attention to these numbers here, guys. This one gets tricky. So, when you're looking at the percentage of bets placed in this game, 45% of them are placed on Jacksonville, and 55% of them are placed on Kansas City. But when you turn it over to the money placed in this game, the amount of money that was actually bet on this game, 85% of the money is bet on Jacksonville here, and only 15% of the money here on Kansas City. JR, red flags? You know, if the line started to change based on the money that was coming in, if it was big syndicate money and the line started coming down, I would start to look at it a little bit more closely. But right now, and I think that the odds makers also know, by the time we get to game day, that you're going to see more money coming in on the Kansas City Chiefs. They seem to be more of the public favorite. The sharp some sharp money came in on the Jaguars, but not enough for them to be able to change that spread. So that speaks volumes to me. Keeping the line at eight and a half, not even dropping it a half a point to minus eight. I know they're not going to go down to seven and a half on this game. I think that they're more likely to move this line up as we get closer to game day and you start to see some of that public flow money start to come in on the Kansas City Chiefs. By the time we get to kickoff, this is not going to be 85-15. I think you're going to see more like 65-35, and they still might move the line up a half a point because I don't think they're comfortable with the Chiefs at only an eight-and-a-half point favorite, but they kind of got to keep it there because the public is right now falling in love with the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, so the sportsbook's not budging there on that point spread between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Kansas City Chiefs. Very telling, folks. Pay attention. And there's a few things that I wanted to touch on here in this week's episode of Early Action, JR. You know, we talked about beware of buying points, whether it's for the team you want or against the team you want. Just beware of that, right? You're losing the price that you initially should have as your threshold that you should not ever overstep, right? That's a part of bankroll management. Be smart. Don't lose any percentage. Don't lose any dollars. Getting greedy and buying points or just teasing your team down in general. And also pay attention to where the public is betting and how the sports books are reacting to them. A few of the things that JR just touched on here. JR, give out that free pick one more time before we wrap this thing up. Send us off into the divisional round with a lot of confidence. Who you got? Well, first off, if you want to get the winner of the Giants-Eagles game, guys, I'm going to give that out free right now on my recorded message. All you got to do is call the number, listen to the message, and I'm giving you that winner. No obligation. It's hassle-free. Call, listen, and put the game in. Call 800-499-3733. That's 800-499-3733. When you dial, you'll listen to a short 30-second message, and on that message, I'm giving you the point spread winner of the Giants-Eagles game. Call now, 800-499-3733. Did you want me to repeat the winner of the Bengals-Bills game? Yes, I did. Guys, I'm going to tell you, this is a, I don't want to call it easy. It's going to be a good first half. They're going to go back and forth. It's going to be a nice little battle. But in the end, I've got the Bills winning this game by at least 9 to 10 points. They can win this game by as much as two touchdowns. And I would take the Bills right now, minus the five and a half. And you can bet that as, even if it goes up to as high as six and a half, don't take them at minus seven. But use the Bills. Use the Bills, Jarrah said. And hey, he said if you want the Giants and the Eagles play, the number to call is 800 499 3733. That's where you can find the winner to that game. JR, thank you so much. Another episode down of early action. Looking forward to making some money alongside you and hopefully the people out here take this advice and make some money as well. Absolutely and always my pleasure. I appreciate you having me on and guys, always bet with your head. Never over it. Be safe. Have fun and go out there and make some money.
has. Smart people don't have the information, but they know where to find it. And that's where I bring in Jared from wagerpro.com. Jared, how have the NFL playoffs been going for you and how excited are you for the NFL divisional round? Well, first off, thanks for having me as always. And I couldn't be more excited. I'm going to make one argument with your introduction. And that's when you said I'm one of the best in this business. And I say this with every fiber of my being. I have not met anybody, and I mean no one, that can hit the percentage that I have regularly, historically hit, not only in the NFL, but college basketball, NBA, just about every sport. The only one that I personally don't have uh, an expertise in, but I have somebody here that does, and that is going to be in Major League Baseball. So I'm going to tell you guys right now, when it comes down to it, the, it's not just an opinion. It's the best information that money can get their hands on. Okay, period, end of discussion between the intel, the analytics, the algorithms, all of it. We've got this thing down to an absolute science. And I look at every angle. There's nothing I don't think that is out there. When we go and we decide to check the box and we're going to use a particular game, uh, it's not every day that I'm making every move. My clients, my inner circle guys are only betting the best information on the board, and we're doing it for very big money. That doesn't mean that the little guy isn't getting great information, too. They're just doing it on a smaller scale. And, And that's the name of the game is understanding the opportunity when to pull the trigger, the amount of exposure to your bankroll, and when the value is off the board. And I know we're going to talk about that in a little bit, too. Yeah, very excited to do so. So first thing that stands out to me, JR, is every game on the slate, and yes, we will go through them chronologically, but three of the four games have a hook attached to the point spread. So Jaguars and Chiefs, that's kicking off Saturday at 4.30 on NBC. That spread is Chiefs minus eight and a half. Then go down to the Giants going to Lincoln Financial to take on the Eagles. That's Saturday at 8.15 p.m. on Fox. That spread is Eagles minus seven and a half. And then you've got the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Highmark to take on Josh Allen and the Bills. That spread, minus five and a half. So I wanted to hit on this because typically in the playoffs, amateur bettors think they can pull a fast one over Vegas, right? They think that this hook is going to get them, but what they fall into a trap in doing is buying points back, thinking that, hey, they're giving me minus eight and a half for the Chiefs. Well, I'm going to buy it down to seven, and Vegas is not going to get me here. Jared, my question to you is, are there consequences in buying points in dealing with hooks. And that's all part of money management. You and I actually spoke before we did this podcast about this, and this is just such a huge point that no one thinks about. Look, when you're betting games and you're laying minus 110 on every game that you bet, well, that's why you got to hit about 54% just to break even. Just to break even. Now, you start throwing in there buying half points, buying whole points, using alternate spreads, betting in-game. All of this costs more than minus 110. You may lay 120, 125, 150. 30. You start putting these lines inside of the games that you're also betting at minus 110. Now, instead of having to hit 54%, you start betting minus 120s, minus 130s. You got to start hitting 60, 62% in some cases. And that's just to break even. That's not even to make money. So not only do you have to find the winner and break down all of the games and get that clear-cut win, but you also got to figure out what's the point spread that we're willing to take it to without having to buy any half or whole points. And once you reach that limit, don't start buying them. Stop betting the game. 
So if you have a game that you love, like I'm going to give you a free pick here on the podcast, and that's going to be in the Bengals-Bills game, but I'm going to give it to you at the spread that it's at right now, and I'm going to give you the spread you could take it to before I'm going to tell you don't bet the game. That is interesting stuff there. Excited to see where you go with the Bengals and Bills. That, of course, we will get to. Another thing, JR, staying with the theme of things that the amateur doesn't know that JR, of course, does. Again, sitting here speaking with JR from wagerpro.com on this week's episode of Early Action. JR, there's one thing that I don't think people really understand is even out there, and that's the numbers that Vegas puts out of money placed on a game, the amount of tickets placed on a game, the percentage of tickets placed on a game. Novice bettors don't even know that exists, right? We call them Joes a lot of the time when you're just riding on a team that you think is going into the playoffs with a lot of momentum and you don't want to fall on the side of the public, right? The house always wins. It's an age-old phrase that you know we throw around willy-nilly, but it's true, right? The house always wins, so there's ways to beat them. Here, I want to go through some of the big money, we call it, in the industry of you know money placed on a game. And like I mentioned, bets placed on a game. I want to start with the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. This one stands out to me. I'm looking at the percentage of bets placed on this Bills and Bengals game. 67% of the bets placed are on the Bengals here. And 62% of the money placed is on the Buffalo Bills. If you didn't get all that, hit the 15-second rewind button and listen to that again. JR, when you're looking at this big money displaced on both sides, what does it tell you? Well, it's got to also, you got to look at what was the reaction of the odds maker as the money was coming in on the game or as the bets were coming in on the game. Yes, you see 67% of the public betting on the Bengals, but really at the end of the day, that doesn't matter to the book. It's about the amount of money money that has come in on a particular side. They're looking to have the same amount of money on both sides so that they can just go ahead and collect their VIG. Unlike last week where they had 80-20 come in on the Bills against the Dolphins, where I know that there was one book that had over 2 million bets on the Bills and only 182,000 on the Dolphins and were exposed for about $1.8 million. And they didn't call it off. They kept it out there telling me that they felt strongly the Dolphins had a good chance of covering that 13.5 points and I think everyone was surprised that they actually did, almost won the game. You look at this game, the Bengals having 67% of the bets tells me that the public obviously are very big on the Bengals side, but the, the sharpest money, the biggest bets, all came in early in the week, not even later in the week, early in the week, on the Buffalo Bills. And the odds makers. They went ahead and they changed that spread, opened it at three and a half. They went to four. They went to four and a half. They're now all the way up to five and a half points. That's four full moves in that point spread. That's part of the reason why my free pick here on your podcast, guys, get all over the bills. Don't go beyond six and a half. I don't think it'll get there, but I'm going to tell you now, once it hits a touchdown and it's at minus seven, you don't want to bet it and you don't want to buy it down to six and a half either. But I would take the bills at minus five and a half all day, and I'd take that all the way up to six and a half as long as you can get them at minus 110. Ooh, and there it is. Hey, I am rocking out with Josh Allen as well. I love the free pick. You heard JR there. We're rocking with the bills, folks. If you're listening to early action right now, go ahead and place a bills ticket. Five and a half is where it's sitting. JR says, take it all the way up to six and a half if you have to, or throw them in whatever lay you want if you want to get risk. Of course, at your own risk. JR, next game. This one kicks off first out of the four divisional round games, and this is Jacksonville heading to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. Now, pay attention to these numbers here, guys. This one gets tricky. So, when you're looking at the percentage of bets placed in this game, 45% of them are placed on Jacksonville, and 55% of them are placed on Kansas City. But when you turn it over to the money placed in this game, the amount of money that was actually bet on this game... 
85% of the money is bet on Jacksonville here, and only 15% of the money here on Kansas City. JR, red flags? You know, if the line started to change based on the money that was coming in, if it was big syndicate money and the line started coming down, I would start to look at it a little bit more closely. But right now, and I think that the odds makers also know, by the time we get to game day, that you're going to see more money coming in on the Kansas City Chiefs. They seem to be more of the public favorite. The sharp, some sharp money came in on the Jaguars, but not enough for them to be able to change that spread. So that speaks volumes to me. Keeping the line at eight and a half, not even dropping it a half a point to minus eight. I know they're not going to go down to seven and a half on this game. I think that they're more likely to move this line up as we get closer to game day and you start to see some of that public flow money start to come in on the Kansas City Chiefs. By the time we get to kickoff, this is not going to be 85-15. I think you're going to see more like 65-35, and they still might move the line up a half a point because I don't think they're comfortable with the Chiefs at only an eight-and-a-half-point favorite, but they kind of got to keep it there because the public is right now falling in love with the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, so the sportsbook's not budging there on that point spread between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Kansas the City Chiefs. Very telling, folks. Pay attention. And there's a few things that I wanted to touch on here in this week's episode of Early Action, JR. You know, we talked about beware of buying points, whether it's for the team you want or against the team you want. Just beware of that, right? You're losing the price that you initially should have as your threshold that you should not ever overstep, right? That's a part of bankroll management. Be smart. Don't lose any percentage. Don't lose any dollars. Getting greedy and buying points or just teasing your team down in general. And also pay attention to where the public is betting and how the sports books are reacting to them. A few of the things that JR just touched on here. JR, give out that free pick one more time before we wrap this thing up. Send us off into the divisional round with a lot of confidence. Who you got? Well, first off, if you want to get the winner of the Giants Eagles game, guys, I'm going to give that out free right now on my recorded message. All you got to do is call the number, listen to the message, and I'm giving you that winner. No obligation. It's hassle free. Call, listen, and put the game in. Call 800 499 3733. That's 800-499-3733. When you dial, you listen to a short 30-second message, and on that message, I'm giving you the point spread winner of the Giants-Eagles game. Call now, 800-499-3733. Did you want me to repeat the winner of the Bengals-Bills game? Yes, I did. Guys, I'm going to tell you, this is a, I don't want to call it easy. It's going to be a good first half. They're going to go back and forth. It's going to be a nice little battle. But in the end, I've got the Bills winning this game by at least 9 to 10 points. They can win this game by as much as two touchdowns. And I would take the Bills right now, minus the five and a half. And you can bet that as, even if it goes up to as high as six and a half, don't take them at minus seven. But use the Bills. Use the Bills, Jr. said. And hey, he said if you want the Giants and the Eagles play, the number to call is 800-499-3733. That's where you can find the winner to that game. JR, thank you so much. Another episode down of early action. Looking forward to making some money alongside you and hopefully the people out here take this advice and make some money as well. Absolutely and always my pleasure. I appreciate you having me on and guys, always bet with your head. Never over it. Be safe. Have fun and go out there and make some money.